all right hey you guys happy sunday i'm on a little bit early i'm on 10 minutes early so shit i don't know hoodie better early than late right i hope you guys are doing good today let's see i want to make sure everybody gets in here okay good y'all can see me thank you bria yes ma'am i'm pretty in pink today because today i got time because oh my gosh hey you guys i feel like i haven't seen y'all in a while it's been a busy week i did a zoom meeting the other day we had like i think it was like two and a half hours it was such a dope meeting um i've also been dropping several podcasts so thank you to everyone who has been supporting Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely T. Um, we got our stats back from Spotify. And for me to have only been podcasting, well, back podcasting for less than a year, it is such a blessing, just all of the support and the fact that we made it. Um, number, I think, what was it? Number 74 out of all the news podcasts in the U.S. Like, that would not have been possible without you guys. Oh, my earring. That wouldn't have been possible without you guys. So... Thank you guys so much. Let me put my earring on. Okay, there we go. Y'all know these hoops, honey. They do their own thing. Thank you guys. But um, so anyhow, the podcast was really good. Um, thank you to Emily for coming on. Thank you to Tiny for coming on. Um, the podcast woke a lot of people up. And I want to clear something. Okay, because I had somebody leave a comment. I had to check them real quick. They were like, oh, so is that why you're always so giddy and happy and, you know, bouncy and all that stuff? Because, you know, you take pain meds. Let me explain something. When I come on live, this is my regular personality. People who know me know that's how I get down. I've always had a fun, bubbly personality. I'm quick with it, quick on my feet. You can't do that when you're high. Okay. So when I have to take pain medicine, when I'm in pain, that's before I go to bed. I don't come on live streams, you know what I'm saying, high out my mind on pain meds and stuff like that. So I want to dead that for people who be like, oh, you know, she be turned up because she's high. No, bitch, that's my natural disposition. Just because you got to shoot hair on and, you know what I'm saying, drink a bunch of fucking liquor and take shots for your personality to come out. Don't put your damn grievances on me, okay? This is just my personality. I don't need a pill to bring that out of me. So I want to clear that up. So I have to let that person know. They end up deleting their comment. Thank you. Y'all know me, honey. This is my personality. This is how I get down. I'm a comedian. I crack jokes. I don't need nothing mind-altering to bring anything out of me. What you see is what you get. And that's why I can say what I say and stand in my shit with no apologies. Because when I say it, I'm clear-minded and sober. Okay? But shout out to everybody who do have to use pain medicine and who have chronic illnesses. You know what I'm saying? Pain is no joke. A, a lot of people couldn't walk a day in my shoes. So I've come a long way and I'm damn proud of myself and everything I've accomplished in spite the fact of my chronic illness. So shout out to all y'all who are, you know, living with chronic pain and still making it day for day. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, we got a bunch of super chats coming through. Hold up. Let me go ahead and read some. Um, Claire, Claire Bear says, you are giving me Whitney Houston vibes from I Want to Dance with Somebody. I love you. Oh, I want to dance 
dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. <laughs> I wish I could sing like Whitney, honey. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is kind of like an 80s vibe. I'm digging it. Thank you, sis. Um, Malaysia says, more love from Toronto. You look flawless, honey. Thank you so much, Malaysia. Appreciate you. Um, Spartan91 says, okay, pretty in pink. We see ya. You ain't got to do us like that. Love you, TT. Love you too. And thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Corey Michael Tate says, yes, Whitney. I'm really giving y'all Whitney vibes. Okay. I'll, I'll, I receive that. And can I receive that in the name of Jesus on this good Sunday? Okay. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Eight the Great said 999. He says, love you, T. Wish you would do a video on finances and net worth income ratio. I was able to help my family through your credit videos. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, we talk about stuff like that in the discord, you know, so, but I'm glad that my credit series was able to help you. So thank you so much. Um, Chilla girl says, Hey T wanted to say, I love you. And thank you for all that you do. Forget the haters love from Northern Cali. Thank you so much, sis. And you know, we don't pay them hoes. No mind, honey. Okay. We let haters do what haters are going to do, which is hate and bring me more traffic. I I'm here for it all. Okay. But thank you so much for the love. Um, let's see here. Um, Lexi Bentley said 999. She says, love you, T. You're actually the only podcast I listen to. I have tried others. You discuss real topics that are important to real people, not just celebrities. And you use discernment on topics. Thank you so much. And that is why I want my podcast to be different. That is why I don't. I just, I'm not saying I will never interview celebrities on my podcast because, you know, I may. But I'm very selective on who, you know, we've had a lot reach out and I turned them all down. You know, I want for my podcast, when you listen to me do my interviews with people, I want it to feel like you're on three-way. Like back in the day, back in the 90s, we'd be like, hold on, I'm going to call this dude on three-way. Don't say nothing. Remember, we all used to do that shit back in junior high and high school. And it just feels like you are listening in on a conversation between old friends. And that's the vibe I wanted to feel. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much for the support. And I'm, I'm just happy that you're loving the podcast. Um, let's see here. Maya Asworth says, hey, T, looking gorgeous as always. I've been watching since I was 14. I've always liked your personality and realness. Thank you so much. Love you. Appreciate you supporting me. Um, Breva sent five says, hey, girl, looking beautiful in pink. Just wanted to stop by and get, show you some love. I'm going to watch you later. I got to go to work. Love you. Love you, too. And thank you for stopping through. Um, let's see here. Agent Matt. Oh, shit. Our favorite trucker's in the house and he's sending $50. He says, well, damn, somebody looks delicious. Thank you, Matt. You know the, you know the joke now in the, in the comment section, in these tea sipper streets. They're like, why don't Matt and T just get together already? That's like the joke in the comments. But, I, you know, thank you so much for coming through and showing love. Um, Kiki West 2001 says, looking good, sis. Thank you, Kiki. Appreciate that. And let's see here. Verd Linson 499 says, as a nurse, I know when people are high and lovely T has never been high on live. Respect my auntie and hit that button. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate that. You know, a lot of people feel like in order for them to loosen up and be themselves, they need substances, they need liquor, they need all that stuff. I've never been that type. You know what I'm saying? I use my pain medicine responsibly and I use it at night before I go to bed when I'm in pain. 
but I would never come on live because I want to be clear minded. I want to be able to read and, you know, what I'm saying and see what's going on and be able to talk and be coherent. You know what I mean? Because I get thrown all types of things at me and I want to be on point. So it wouldn't make no sense for me to be on here and not be sharp because I'm, you know, not off. You feel me? So thank you so much. Um, Jasmine Bastillo says, giving me, I believe, Will vibes today. I've been watching you since your news channel and I miss it. Thank you so much. Thank you guys, man, for just all the love. It's very much appreciated. So we got a lot of stuff to get into, honey. Somebody said I use marijuana every day. <laughs> Do you, boo? Okay. I'm not mad. You know, everybody has their vices. I don't judge nobody. You know, but if your vice, if you can't control your vice, then, you know, then it's an issue. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and talk about all this stuff that's going on here. Um, who? It's a lot. OK, first, let me let me speak on this whole Ashanti thing, because I had a few of her fans trying to come at me and they got blocked. OK, Blockiana, that ass. When I posted my thing about Ashanti saying I didn't believe her initially, she hadn't come out on live with her COVID story, okay? The Shade Room had posted it because my homeboy was very excited to watch this battle. And so he sent me, he's like, look, it's canceled. He'd been waiting all damn week. So I posted it, and to me, it sounded funny. All of a sudden, you have COVID the day of the battle, but you was just feeding a damn giraffe 24 hours ago in Kenya. What the hell is the real story? So no, I wasn't buying it. I didn't think it was real. I'm like, how she go from, you know, being in Africa, feeding giraffes. Let me go ahead and show y'all. This was just a few days ago. So now you're talking about you can't perform. So yeah, I felt the way because I was going to watch it. This is Ashanti here. She was feeding all the damn lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Oh, there it is. Never really so we are here in Nairobi, Kenya, hanging out with Betty. <laughs> no mask on. Said, tune into the verses. <laughs> it is. Hey. Damn. You have no more food? I have lost bit here. Okay. All right. Come on, Betty. We on live. <laughs> strange animals. Betty is not playing about her nuggets. Hey. Okay, let me come back on the screen. So when I posted that on Instagram, that was before she came out with her tiny violin to explain the situation. I have the right to side-eye any of these damn celebrities because a lot of celebrities be fucking lying all the damn time, okay? So if you're mad, you can kick rocks. Um, but it did come out, you know, after I posted that, she did do a live stream. She went live with Keisha Cole, and she said that she had COVID. Now, she claims she didn't get it from the safari. She said she hugged on a family member, and that's how she got COVID. Either way, good luck to Ashanti. I hope she gets better. You know, hopefully it's nothing serious. And then she'll be able to do her versus battle next week or whenever they decide to redo it. So that's it. That's all. So people getting mad and crying and shit and talking about I'm being negative because I'm questioning her story. I, I, I see her in Africa feeding giraffes. I had the right to say, well, damn, when did you catch COVID between the time you was on the safari to the day of the damn battle? I had the right to question any damn thing that I'm told. But yeah, she came out and she confronted out her mouth that she did catch the C-19. So, I, you know, like I said, I just hope she gets better and then they can do their battle. But um, so let's go ahead and talk about... Um, 
we came to talk about, okay? <laughs> Who should we talk about first? Who? I have a lot to say about the academic situation, okay? I have a lot to say about that. Why y'all saying poor giraffe? Shit, the giraffe looks like he's doing good to me. He's eating well, getting fed from Ashanti. Shit, I wish Ashanti would feed me. <laughs> the giraffe is living his best damn life. What do you mean, poor giraffe? Giraffes can't get COVID. <laughs> or I don't know, who knows, shit. Anything's possible in 2020, okay? Uh, let's see here. Chubby Westside sent $40, says, it's my C-Day. Okay, cuz. <laughs> it's my C-Day today. Can you make me a mod, please? I love you, T. Uh, you will always be the realest YouTuber. Just, as, just because it's your birthday, I got you. You're a moderator. Don't let the power go to your head. Don't be just, you know, booting people out because you disagree with them. Because I've had to remove a few wrenches because some of y'all, y'all get that damn wretch and y'all be like, I got the power. Uh, uh, you're blocked. You're blocked. You're, I'm like, hold up now. You can't be blocking the tea sipping Trump supporters. Can't do that. Okay. So use that, that wrench responsibly. If not, I'm going to snatch it back. But happy birthday to you. And thank you so much for your support. Thank you for the super chat. <laughs> All right, you guys. So let's let's talk about oh the white queens. We'll do that because the DJ academics. That's uh, I really want to break that down. I really want to get to the crooks of that situation. Um, I got timestamps for the videos. So let's do the whole situation with the white queens, okay, honey? These white queens are showing out. Shout out to Becky and Susan and Meredith and Samantha. We see y'all. <laughs> oh, beautiful milk of Malaysia. Honey, they are out here blasting black men. A few of y'all have been in my DMs upset. T, they're going off and disrespecting black men. You see this? I see. I sure shit. I got my ice lemonade. Yup, I see it and I'm sipping slow. Damn, this strawberry green tea lemonade with mint is good. Make sure y'all cop some on Amazon. Yeah, I see it. And I feel no ways, okay? And this is why I feel no ways. So let, let me, first of all, let me show you what these white girls are out here saying, what the white queens are saying. <laughs> let me show y'all this first. Oh, the queens, the white queens are wilding out. This is what they're saying. <laughs> The one queen, her name is Courtney. She says, never marry. Then someone, somebody says, never marry. Courtney says, oh my God, same. I don't see the appeal. Zara says, black guys will do anything to be with a white girl. It's pathetic. <laughs> Danella says, you don't understand. Oh my God. <laughs> then Kyra says, then explain. They don't have any appeal. In fact, they're the least good looking. Then Abigail says, laugh my ass off. Ask a white guy to come over at 3 a.m. And he'll say, no. Now ask a black guy to come over. He'll be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> All right, hold on. You know, I got my Valley Girl voice on. Then Courtney says, you know, she made the little dead emojis. And then she goes, isn't that using them? And Cyrus says, they sound like they're puppets. And then Chloe, she says, it's not like they're not using us too. It's a mutual thing. <laughs> it's mutual using. 
And then Courtney goes, fair enough, but they're not my type. And then Sarah says, guys, don't they smell though? Like after sex, don't they get all sweaty and smell? (laughs) Courtney's laughing. Dinah says, black men would go above and beyond to please you because would please you because being with a white woman to them is a dream come true. And then Kara says, so basically they are easy. Daniela says, if I tell a black boy I want to pee in his mouth, he will let me. No way would a white guy. Black guys have low self-esteem and they love us. (laughs) And then they go ahead and they write this. So black guys can openly, so then, you know, once this got out, people started confronting them. So this was their response. Honey, these white queens was about that life, bitch. So she goes, so black guys can openly talk about how we're easy, got no lips, and that's okay. And it's okay to cheat on us and everyone laughs. But we have a private conversation, but get crucified by a reactionary mob. Fuck off. I said what I said, and I ain't sorry one bit. Then the other white girl says, truth hurts, tough. Laugh my ass off. Funny how black women are out here trying to come for us. Girl, it's not my fault. Your self-loathing man lust is after me. Black men can be the ugliest or the prettiest. No, black men can be the ugliest or the prettiest. And he would still drool over me. So mind your business. (laughs) Then they go, we talked about our experience. And our experience, black men are desperate easy and have low self-esteem and and an inferiority complex. He's on Tinder right now, swiping right. No black boy has ever refused me regardless of the time and location. Lord, let me come back on the screen, bitch. Let me talk regular. (laughs) I know y'all love my reading voices, honey. Have to put on my mother goose hat for that one. Honey, when I seen that, I felt no ways. And this is why. Okay. For so long, you've had a lot of black men on social media. I'm not saying all black men, because that would not be fair to say all. But you have a majority of black men on social media and even celebrities. That's the sad part. It's one thing when it's just a regular smuggler dude talking shit. There's plenty of them. Trust me. But even celebrities have gone out their way to disrespect and devalue black women. We've seen black women be thrown in the trash by a mob of guys this summer. We've seen, you know, black women fighting on the front line. Meanwhile, a lot of the rappers who perpetuate bullshit and who talk all this, oh, I'm going to do this and the white man this and that, were nowhere to be seen. But Portia was out there and a bunch of other women. Okay? So we've seen so many people disrespect black women on social media And so many times celebrity black men are quiet. A lot of times regular black men are also quiet. So at this point, yeah, I I feel no ways. I'm not about to go after these women. That was a private group. That was a private conversation. That's how they see black men. That is their opinion and that is their damn right. The same way nobody bats an eyelash when people say that black women are difficult, we're ghetto, we're ratchet, we're gold diggers. Oh, people love those stereotypes when it comes to black women. To the point where they don't even think that they're stereotypes. They really look at them as affirmations and confirmations of what black women are. 
So when I see these women having this private conversation, I feel no ways because so many black men have ca have caked and went out there to put other women of other races on a pedestal before their own. I seen bad built women from other races literally think that they are better than black women because of the things that their black men have told them. And that's the sad part. Like I said, I have absolutely no issues with interracial dating. You go where you're celebrated. You date who wants to date you. I don't care if you're a female or a male, you be with who you want to be with. I've never been that type to be like, oh, it's all about black love. It's about who loves you. Okay. But my issue is just because you choose to date interracially does not give you the right to discredit and discard your own people. And that's on both sides. If a black woman is dating a white man, that doesn't give her the right to down all black men. If a black man is dating outside his race, that does not give him the right to disrespect and down all black women. But unfortunately, that's what happens. There was even a video, I forgot the football player's name. Y'all can put it in the chat if y'all remember. It was him and his black homeboy and their white wives. And they were talking about, you know, um, black women, their mixed kids, and you know, just, just a bunch of just goofy shit. And, they're, and they posted on live. And when people confronted him, said like, you know, what you said and what you did was very hurtful. He was like, oh, well, I don't care. You know, so the whole situation is crazy. Just like we had that, that low budget battle rapper go in and disrespect black women, especially dark skinned black women, made a whole battle rap about them, disrespected them. And then you have black men attacking me saying he has the right to say that because it's, it's battle rap. It's just battle rap. Words carry power and you're planting seeds and, you know, making black women look a certain way. So now that these white women are saying this derogatory stuff, you have some black men in their feelings. Well, now you know how it feels. Fat meat is greasy. Keep telling y'all. Yeah, I couldn't think of the football player's name if y'all wrote it in here. Let me see if y'all wrote the name. But well, he was having a Alfonso Davies. Okay, it was Alfonso Davies. Yeah, I remember that. And they was just sitting there having a good old time talking shit about black women, you know, uplifting their babies. And, you know, it was just insane. So, yeah, you, you get what you put out there, you know, and these women, they have the and, you know, honestly, if I wasn't a woman of another race, I'd probably be gassed up, too. You know, what I'm saying if, if a group of men is steadily put me on a pedestal and saying that you're way better than these women. Remember, ain't that what Sin Santana was saying? And people want to get mad at her. I said, what the fuck are y'all mad at her for? She didn't just pull that out the air. That's how a lot of dudes, especially um, in New York, I'm not saying all, they uplift Spanish and Latino women. And they down black women. And they done gassed her head up so much that she thought that, you know, she walked on water and pissed gold. And she found out pretty quickly, all that don't mean shit. You being Latina, you didn't keep Joe. You know, so a lot of times dudes will get with some of another race and then just like disrespect their own. And shout out to the white girls who don't play that shit. Because I got white homegirls who date outside their race. And as soon as a, a black dude is trying to talk down about black women, they shut that shit down. You're not going to use me as a token. You're not going to use me because you're bored right now or because you're going through some shit with black women and now you want to use me. So there's there's white girls who will shut that shit down. But you got some who get really boosted and gassed up behind it. 
And my thing is, if you're shaped like a refrigerator, you need to bring it down a notch, ma'am. Okay, I don't give a damn what he told you. Lamb, lying back or built ass. So anyways, we go ahead and read these super chats here. Madam Black sent 1999. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate the super chat. Um, MJ Cobb says, these snow possums show how they feel about us, but my brothers are still stuck on these vanilla crickets. It's sad. Also, when black women get with these cavemen, they always come back abused. <laughs> we got to do better. Yeah, like I said, it's on both sides. I don't like when black women do it, and I don't like when black men do it. Date whoever you want to date, but all this, you know, disrespecting your own, it's not cool. It's just not. Just like with Gilbert Arenas. Every other, you know, like, this was like two years ago. Just randomly. Just coming at Lupita. She's ugly. She's black as hell. Why are you messing with her? She don't, she don't harass nobody. She don't do nothing to nobody. Why are you taking all your, you know, insecurities out on a random woman who's done nothing to you? And then you had all these celebrity black men. They sat there. They sat there, watched it. Nobody checked them. Nobody said he was wrong. You know, but then as soon as somebody, when, when Gail, you know, did that interview where they felt like she was disrespecting Kobe's legacy. Oh, they came together like Voltron to drag Gail King. You know, so it's really, it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Um, Agent Matt sent $20. He said, I love my sisters always, but I'm an 80s babies. You new dudes just move differently out here. Thank you so much, Agent Matt. Appreciate the comment in the super chat. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. Um, Corey Michael Tate says, someone in the live said, I co-sign you are the voice. Someone in the live... Thank you so much, Corey. I appreciate the super chat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the truth. It's like, you know, there has to be a respect factor on both ends. And so now we have this black girl with a bonnet on, honey. Girl, she ain't got a cape, but she sure does have a bonnet. And she's coming. I'm here to save black men. She's flying in from the streets of TikTok. Hey, black men, what they said was racist and not right. Girl, go sit your ass down. Let them dudes hold their own nuts. And honey, that was dragging you in that bonnet. Nan, black man on TikTok would say shit. Okay, keeping it real. Let me go ahead and show y'all her video. And this is no disrespect to her. I'm not, you know, trying to belittle her. But we need to stop. Stop caping. Let let these same dudes who disrespect black women on a consistent basis, let them come out and speak against the, the white queen coalition, okay? Fall back, sis. Let your hair marinate. And you live your best life. You don't owe them nothing. Go ahead and play out her video. So this group chat full of white girls leaked, and they were talking about like sleeping with black men and this is the shit that they said like y'all have to really pause this oh you see that black guys would do anything to be with a white girl it's kind of pathetic you know the fuck what because i went to school with black boys who would say the most heinous shit to dark-skinned women and just black women in general and they would date they would date exclusively white girls for the exact same reason it's insane but never did I ever think I was going to actually hear white women talk about it.
course, not everybody's like this. I get that. But we're not going to pretend like this isn't an issue. Another screenshot said, if I tell a black boy I want to pee in his mouth, he will let me. Knowing with a white guy, black guys have low self-esteem and love us. Ooh, I don't want to hear shit about preference ever again. Y'all, oh babes, they're not embarrassed for what they said. Like they said what they said. They're embarrassed for being caught. Behold, an apology, quote unquote, from one of them. And she literally said some dumb shit like it wasn't our intention to sound racist. Are you fucking kidding me right now? First of all, in the group chat, if y'all go back and see the screenshots, they call them like black boys. They don't even fully type out black. They say BLK. Are you fucking joking? Bitch, y'all called them easy. You said they have low self-esteem. One of y'all said they're the least attractive. You don't understand the appeal of being with them. Where was this energy when you were in the group chat? I will always stand against racism, but you were silent if not contributing to this particular chat. Like, oh, what's her name? Uh, Miss Daniela, you were saying the worst shit. I mean, I mean, seriously. Girl, shut the fuck up. I want to hear shit. I'm not trying to be racist, but you said the you were the worst one. Oh, babes, they're not embarrassed for what they said. Bonita, girl, you come back on the screen. Benita, I don't know her name. I don't know. She's, she might be more popular than me. I don't know because I don't do TikTok like that. Maybe she's big on TikTok. I'm going to call her Bonita because she has on a damn bonnet, okay? Stop. 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 Okay? Y'all stop caping for people who would not cape for you. Like I said, let the Black Male Celebrity Coalition address the white queens if they want to address their racism and them you know them fetishizing them let them do that you don't have to speak on it okay because again if you were the one getting drugged if snoop Dogg posted a picture of you with that bonnet and decided to make you a meme for the day because he's done that before none of them would come to have your back so let's keep that real we need to stop the foolishness let me go ahead and read some more super chats here. Give me just a second. Um, Diana Statham sent $9.99. Thank you so much, Diana. Appreciate you. Um, Kyle Durash sent 20 says, I don't see why they apologize. You said what you said on it. If Tyrone is letting Becky with the 850 credit score P in his mouth, that's his self-loathing business. Keep him, sis. I'm fine over here. Amen. That's why I don't backtrack now. If that's how y'all feel. Why, why switch it up? You know what I'm saying? Keep the same energy. I wouldn't apologize for shit. I said it. People clown white folks all the time on social media and don't apologize. So it is what it is. Shay H says, T, I burnt my cape a long time ago. I'm 20 years old. I just started dating outside of my race. I go where I'm celebrated. And sadly, I get more love from men of other races. Thank you so much for the super chat. And yeah, you know, go where you're, you know, like I said, date who wants to date you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't have to be begging anybody to love you or to, to appreciate you or see things in you that they don't want to see. So you go where you're wanted. So thank you so much for that. Toss them up. Dub C says, that's why I tell my black daughters, date whomever, huh? Date whoever, huh? And don't cake. Exactly. Um, Sky Shay sent $9.99. Oh, thank you for the super chat too, by the way, sis. Um, Sky says, hey, T, dated a dude who made me feel bad about my skin color. He loved Latinos and would look down on me for being a black woman. Yeah. 
you know, I've been there before and those guys are not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Again, you have to find somebody who loves you. Don't let don't let somebody use you as a placeholder while it's convenient. Like I'm just dating you for now until this Latino girl of my dreams comes around and then you'll be kicked to the curb. You know, once you, when somebody starts disrespecting you and making little foul comments about your skin tone or acting like, I remember I was dating a guy and he kept acting like I should be appreciative that he kind of lowered his standards to date me, not because of where I was in life, but because of my skin tone. Like I and he kept reiterating that like, like, bitch, I heard it the first time. Like, you know, usually I don't date dark skinned girls. You know, usually I only date Latinas and Asians. And my last girl was, you know, she was light skinned with hazel eyes. And he said that one too many times. And at that point, I was like, you got the fucking go, because I don't know what you're trying to insinuate, because from the girls that I seen you was with on your Facebook page, none of them was nothing to write home about. And none of them have started businesses or even where I'm at in life. So people saying stuff like that to you, you know, don't let that slide. I should have, you know, cut it off instantly. But sometimes we try and give people a chance and we're just like, oh, maybe they just that was just a one off comment. But the comment kept happening through the course of us dating. So yeah, you got to go. You have self-hate. And of course, it was dark skin. This was a man that was way darker than me. But you're steadily telling me that I should be appreciative of you willing to come down on your standards and date another dark skinned person. But you're dark skinned, too. I'm confused. So I I don't know, honey. Like I said, you go where you celebrate it. Okay. Pure point blank. Um, Let's see here. TT Santan, she says, by the way, especially dark skinned women need to do better. Stop caping for black men because they treat dark skinned women the worst. They will never treat you how you deserve to be treated. The caping is embarrassing. Yeah, at this point, it's a bit much. You know, like I said, if it was like some serious shit, because, you know, I make videos having, you know, different people's backs, no matter who it is. When it's serious stuff, this was just white girls gossiping about black men. There was no need to cape about this. Let them get the little roll on, sip your damn tea, and keep it pushing. Um, Sponge Pop sent five says, I'm glad to catch a live. You see the Beyonce drama with the two Russian models trying to look black, black fishing. It's very sad. I didn't see, I heard about it, but I haven't seen them. Let me see if I can Google it real quick because I am interested in the, everybody keeps talking about it. Let me see what they look like. Okay, I found something. Is this it? Uh, okay, two days ago. Beyonce's Ivy Park models, black fishing. Hold on. Video. I need an article. Okay, allegations. These are the two models, Anastasia. Okay, let me show y'all these pictures of these two. This is the this is breaking news for me. I've been hearing about it, but I just didn't go to Google the story. I just didn't really care. But let me go ahead and show y'all this. So they're saying that the brand has been accused of using blackface with Russian models. Beyonce's collaboration with Adidas, Ivy Park, is facing backlash. So these were the girls. However, fans realized the models who initially looked like they were women of color, were in fact Russian. 
the company received backlash. Many fans pointed out that her skin tone looked way darker in the promo photos. Let me see if I can find the promo. It looks like she took it down. Because I know it was up for a while. Oh. Hey, Troy Ave. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like they took it down. Um, yeah, that's another thing that's kind of big on social media. You know, like we always say, everybody wants to be a nickel. So it's time to be a nickel. You know, it's cute, you know, when you get the tan and, you know, the lips and the injections and the body done, you know, but they would never really want the burden of being a black woman. They just want the features. They just want to pick and, you know, choose what features will look good on them. You know, so if they were black fishing, that's not okay. And Beyonce should have looked into that. Now she casted them as regular white girls. You know, white people can wear Ivy Park. We're not going to do that. You know, now, if they were just supposed to be regular little, you know, Russian white girls modeling in Ivy Park, that's fine. But if they're trying to make themselves look racially ambiguous, that's a problem. And see, and that's the issue when people want to claim everything under the sun. Okay. Person could have blonde hair and blue eyes. They're black. Okay. If you say so. And this is why we continue to have black fishing because people want to claim any and everybody under the sun. They don't even think they typically have to look black. If they're just like, oh, my great, 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 or I fuck a lot of black guys, so I'm black, people will claim them. Honey, I'm so over it. <laughs> I ride black peen, so that makes me black. <laughs> All right, Asian man says $10 says, ain't nothing better than black women. Y'all are the most copied and set the trends. These dudes are just lame. Thank you so much, Agent Mac. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Um, Miss Frankie85 says, hey, T, I don't know how many times I've had white men want to date me because they'll never date, because they've never dated black women before I kicked them out. Yeah, and that's another thing that's kind of risky when you're doing the interracial dating thing. You want to make sure that person really loves you for you and it's not some type of fetish for them. It's not just them trying to get some black cooch and then go on about their business. So that's something that you have to really decipher through early on. And a lot of times, like I tell my friends who want to, you know, date in the, you know, interracial pond, don't give them none for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Make sure they really want to be with you. Don't be, you know what I'm saying? Letting them sample shit within the first month. You know what I mean? And they can move on. So you have to be very, very aware of that because you got some people, it's not necessarily they want to be with black women. They just want to have sex with black women. And that's where you have to differentiate between the two. So um, let's see here. Thank you for the super chat too, by the way. Um, Mame sent $5. She says, I wanted to show love this beautiful Sunday. God bless you and yours. Thank you so much, sis. And thank you for the super chat. Thank you for coming through today. Um, Hollywood38 says, you are speaking today. Yes, I am. Thank you for the super chat. Sierra Lowe sent a $4.99 sticker. She says, keep it up. Thank you, sis. Johanna sent $4.99. She says, I dated a black man who made me feel insecure for not having a fat ass. He broke up with me for a white woman with a flat ass. I'll never ignore the red flags again. Yeah. You know, and like I said, we can, we all have <laughs> horror stories, you know, in the dating pool. Again, you have to date people who love you for who you are. 
your small ass, your big ass, big tits, no tits. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody is always trying to make you feel inadequate about your body, then you don't need to be with them, you know, because that says more about them than you. And that lets you know that if he if he so, you know, wants a big ass or whatever, he will leave you for the first chick with a big ass that pays him any attention, you know? So yeah, you have a lot of people out here who are just, you know, they're shitty partners, they're shitty people to date and they need to grow up. Um, let me see here. So we have almost 12,000 people watching. Dang, I've been live for already 40 minutes. Oh my, it's almost been an hour. Oh my God, this time be going by so quick, honey. Thank you to everybody who's here on this good Sunday. Make sure y'all hit the like if I'm speaking some truth. Hit the like, honey. Uh, let's see here. I like big tits and a small waist. What up, T? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, y'all are a mess. <laughs> the comment section. Let's see here. Um, Salamunda says they had darkened their skin. They had cornrows and kinky, and kinky hair in the promo pics. If you Google it, the, the Atlanta Black Star article, it will pop up. Okay, good. Thank you so much. Let me Google that because it looks like they ran to try and delete it. Let me put an Atlanta Black Star because I want to see what this picture looks like. Okay, y'all got to see this picture. These ain't the same Russian white girls from the other website. Yeah, they definitely look racially ambiguous. You couldn't tell me these was lily white, white Russian girls. So I see why they deleted it. These girls look mixed. She has the braids. They look tan, the lighting. She has the, the kinky weave. Oh, wow. Huh. I'm not reading that dissertation. Okay. Mm. Interesting. You know, and maybe Beyonce didn't know. Thank you so much for that, um, T. Um, Salamundo, I appreciate it. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was very interesting. They definitely did not look white in that picture. You know, they're definitely trying to play, play that, that um, black fishing line. Again, that's what happens when we claim any and everybody under the sun so they can kind of blend in into those worlds, you know, and that whole situation is a mess right there. That wasn't cool. Um, Valerie Gregoria, sorry if I mispronounced that, says, this is my first time sending a super chat, but today I got money because been a fan since 2014. Also, my dad is Yoruba Nigerian. Thank you so much. And thank you for the super chat. Shout out to all my Yoruba people out there. Let's see here. Um, so Unique Like Me sent $50. Thank you so much. They said, hey, T, you look pretty in pink. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Comet Cosmic says, T, dude you dated was projecting his insecurities onto you. What colorism, that's what colorism is all about. Like the nigga who told me, better date white girls. Psych. Mm. Yeah, I can believe that because I remember him and his kids would like be comparing each other's skin tones. Mind you, they're all brown, but his kids were a little bit lighter than him. And they would all be like doing the hand thing to see who's lighter and who's darker. And I'm just like, what the hell? Is, like, who like, what is this? You know, but yeah, he had a lot of his own insecurities. 
You know, and like you said, sometimes people's insecurities, they'll project that to somebody else. But yeah, I, I kind of, I got tired of that. Like it got old quick. Like you're, you keep trying to say like, I should be appreciative for somebody to love me because I'm skin tone. Like I'm not worthy of love because I'm darker. Like what, what the fuck are you trying to say, my guy? You know, so it's, it's, but you have men like that and you have women like that as well, you know? So thank you so much. Let's see here. Yance don't care. She's still making money. She's also the person. She's also the person who only got into her African side because Jay Z cheated. Okay, Broomer. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Uh, let's see here. Ali T says Russians went crazy in the comments too, calling people monkeys and calling Beyonce racist. Mind you, Beyonce had posted the Russian models before. Oh, yeah, I can believe a lot of those European countries, let let some controversy come out. That racism comes out really quick. So that's a shame. Okay, so now, because I've been on here already for 40 minutes and I want to get on this whole DJ academic situation, I have a lot to say, okay? So let me go ahead. I did timestamps and stuff too, so give me just a second here. This DJ academic situation. So if y'all don't know, let me go ahead and break it down real quick before I play. So there's some type of new app. It's called the Clubhouse. I guess it's for celebrities and I don't know, social media bloggers or something to get on there and talk. It's almost like a Zoom for celebs. I don't think it's rolled out to the public yet, but I might be wrong. So in the Clubhouse, um, who was all here? It was Meek Mill, 21 Savage, his manager, Guadapop 4000, I don't know the hoodie, Guadaday, Guadalupe 4000, and Tory Lanez. They were all on this call with DJ Academics, and basically they were dragging him, confronting him. Uh, 21 Savage wasn't too bad, but I'm going to play you guys my timestamps that I have. I'm going to discuss, play you guys more, and then discuss. So let's go ahead and start with the first timestamp. This whole situation's a hot damn mess. Yeah. Y'all go ahead and listen to this. In the ones that's damaging our culture, you I gotta treat you like an op. I don't have listen. to reason with you to you to do an interview on your platform. I tell you, just take me all the way off. So so if I if, okay. if, 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 if we're not talking business, so if we're not I, I ain't gonna, gonna lie though, academics, it's to the point where you gotta learn. To separate your platform from you, because you use your platform too much in a personal way. Like that's, that's why I asked him if he had morals. That's why should, I asked him before. It should, it should be it should be a separation. So it's like you shouldn't tear down niggas that you got problems with on your platform because your platform. Yeah, but they're using be- their platforms to tear me down. When, but when, when nigga, a nigga wouldn't have no problem with you if you stopped putting your personal quotes and names on people. Like, look, bro. The, let me calm down. Number one, you got too much personal shit to say about shit that don't got nothing to do with you. And you doing that is putting tags on people's heads and targets on people's backs. And you keep trying to say, oh, this is the reason. Hey, stop doing it, bro. Like, we all, we are identified. You not really cut from the same cloth as a lot of niggas. That's cool. Or you, you, you talking about, you talking about something that's an hour ago, man. I'm, I'm, but like, that's still now. He even bringing up these, the same thing. Uh, go ahead, man. All go all ahead. All these artists, all these artists. Yo, man, don't say, gang up on this bull, man. Yo, yo. 
everybody who's I'm fine, I'm straight. Listen, everybody who say I'm using my platform and I need to separate my platform from my voice, like when Nev out of the blue randomly just says some disrespectful stuff about me, is he not using this platform or he's just using his own per like that's his platform. I'm sorry, like that's a personal like, grievance though. That's nah, but, but that, that the can't reason why, the reason he's why putting I it out that. on his he's putting it out on his platform. So now if he has a personal grievance with me, I have a personal grievance with him. Okay, so that was the first half. Let me play the second um audio here. Give me just a moment. Listen, academics, stop playing kid games. We're not naming nobody names in this public room. All right, all right. The last no, person me, you because, posted because what you're, talking about me. What you're saying ain't correct. I could tell you for a fact that dude, what's his name? Pounce out pop. Nigga, they offered me money to post. I said, yo, you know what I told him? I said, I'm into it with Meek. They couldn't wait to say that name. Bro, bro, look. Look, this is what he's saying. Nigga, if you're saying something about him, you would have never, you would have never posted that nigga if he wasn't talking about him, bro. This is a fact. You ain't never put that nigga music up. You ain't never put his videos up. You ain't never put nothing up about him until that. That's what he's saying. And I agree with that. We got to get this out. If that spill over to the streets and blood spill on my side to one of my families, I'm going to have to do no choice but to attack you because you are a threat. Do you understand that? Wait. But you're incorrect. Do you understand that? That's what I'm trying to tell Hold you. Hold on. You I understand act. some shit. That did. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Now break down, break down what happened. If you got to go ahead, academic. Me like, making shit up. Like, that's not even a legal defense. If you causing a threat towards my life, I would have to be at you, at you, right? Hey, do what you got to do, my brother. Like, I'm bro, asking you, you as a man, man. man. I'm just telling you what you think he's not telling you. He's not telling you. He's asking you a question. I'm asking, but y'all got to let this man answer. Hey, because I want to know your stamp. I want to know your. Go ahead. Answer what he's saying. Answer what he's saying. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. We playing a game of chess and we playing to win and we playing. And I want to and I want to say something. Hey, academics, what he's saying about you know how like academics. Hey, listen. You are a business, bro. Like, wait, 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 wait. Bro, you a business, no, no, bro. Yo, 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 yo let me talk, my nigga. Y'all gotta let act talk, too, bro. Let act talk right quick, please. I just talk. ran on a point that this nigga said I posted a nigga talking about him. I didn't post him. Vlad did an interview with him. Other blogs posted. I did comment on his page. I did that. But I did not post the nigga. They offered me money to post him. I said, no, I'm not posting him. I don't All right, post that's just one. Let's go to the next one. Let's go Yeah, but you just said some last false, nigga. You said some last false. And you talking, you talking crazy over some shit that's false. I didn't post the nigga talking about you. I told you I'm not gonna post about you, good or bad. So now you're coming here with some incorrect information. See, like right now, look, look, academics. If we was in a room and you was talking to me like that and you screaming like that, that would not take place. What you doing right now? What you doing the internet? The way you do it yeah, is like yeah. not a realistic thing. Like, like, let you lie. Look, me, look, I don't agree with you. I ain't gonna lie. I feel as though, like, look, if you stir up a beef and somebody die, you are a part of that. That's a conspiracy to that beef. No, but I'm not gonna go to jail for that. You get conspiracy to the streets. 
I'm not going to let you lie about that and, and say, let's move on. While everybody thinking I did some fucked up shit. I didn't do it. You're actually lying. I got to call you out on it. I didn't post the shit. All right, let's go back. All right, so this is the last and final clip here. So y'all go ahead and hear this out. Getting on a phone call with me? But when he tweets me and says something about me, I'm supposed to sit on it because Meek is the toughest gangster in the world. I'm sorry. I got my brand to defend like you got his. So to move forward, to move forward, I would want to, I would want to, you know, you know, um, continue dialogue. And again, I know I'm not saying he needs me. I'm not saying I need him. But if you're saying that I'm some somewhat influential in the culture that you care about and you don't like some of the stuff that's coming from my platform, and maybe, maybe uh, if I'm saying not the same thing, no hey, 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 let him finish, y'all. Like, we can't yell over each other. Just let him say it. Like, y'all standpoint. What I'm saying is you're not that relevant. You have a small site like a like a, a small blog. So why are we only here coming at me? What you say? So, so, so what I'm saying is that if that's the case, like it shouldn't be that big of an issue where you're saying I'm ruining everything. It should be like, all right, yo, let's ignore this fucking thing and let's keep it moving, right? No, see, in our culture, we just don't ignore shit, though. That's what you know that. Oh my god. So, I was just saying, this shit wasn't no personal problem. And this shit ain't even about me and him. I'm just saying, like, what his site represent, that's going to always be an enemy to what bro, I do. You, do you think it can be like, fixed? Like, yo, do no, you like, think his site can be fixed? Funny. Or are you at the point where you just, like, fuck his site? Because if you at the point where it's fuck your site, this is it ain't no need for no look, conversation. Everybody should have to Y'all don't think everybody. No, I, I, I think. Of this, on it. Listen though, I ain't gonna, saying he got to switch his site, but his site does do damage, bro. Some things he can do differently for sure. We from the streets. He be saying he gonna call the feds on niggas. He getting niggas locked up. We ain't reasoning with you, nigga. You ain't nobody. You got a little two million followers, niggas. Don't give a fuck. We ain't reasoning with you. We don't even represent that from the streets. You gonna call us feds because a nigga say you gonna be well? Are you because you promote six nine? Get the fuck you. Yo, Meek, yo, Meek, you're constantly, yo, you're constantly on two sides. Like you don't know which one. It's like you double dust my nigga. It's like yo, you a small site. I you shouldn't care. Oh no, I do care. But we got what is it, brother? Like I'm trying to. I can't hear Like I'm hearing people reasoning with you. Like no, we not. I'm not here to reason with you. You don't hold no fucking weight. When you see me, I, I you can't so what are we talking about? Look, this, that's why I always do that. When I talk shit to you, it's a statement to let people know that this site don't mean shit. This shit ain't going to slow yeah, me down. Meek, 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 Meek. As big of a you thought you was, Meek. You don't have to reason with you thought you was, Meek. You don't have to do shit for clout. But look, look, look. Look, you started this movie. You don't have to do shit for clout. I did nothing more grow. No, hold on. I'm, I'm as big because you come in here acting like you're the biggest rapper on earth. Calm down, my brother. Let me just calm you down. You might be the biggest in here, but calm down, okay? You you made a statement and said I was canceled as big as a rapper. You think you are, nigga. I'm just came Nothing here to tell you though, like you don't mean what you, don't you know that because you come in here on this. We see you this big boss see you shit. Relax with that, my guy. Relax. Just relax. Like you a great rapper. You don't need me. You don't need none of these blogs. You're Meek Mill. You're a legendary rapper. But don't make that get to your head where you think that if you say something. Okay, let me come back on the screen here. So thank y'all for y'all's patience for listening to that. So this is what I want to say. And I have to keep it all the way real. Okay. I told you guys at the beginning of, I would say no, maybe this summer, spring, 
I said, you're going to start seeing a lot of these celebrities, real colors. You're going to really see who has it and who doesn't. Okay. That C-19 is making a lot of these celebrities desperate. Now, let me say this. First of all, academics, you're dumb. Ain't no way in hell I'd have sat up on some Zoom meeting with four celebrities and had them talk down to me like they was my fucking father. They were asking about, because I watched the whole hour interview, and shout out to the dude who posted that interview. Um, the hell's his name? Uh, PG Freebands. I watched the whole interview. They were asking Meek, what's your legacy going to be? Do you want your legacy to be this? Who the fuck is y'all? Why are people coming at Ack? I'm sorry, they're asking Ack, not Meek. Why are people coming at Ack like y'all are like four guys or whoever I was on that call, because I don't even know if Tori said anything, who have done nothing but come into the game on some high-frequency shit? A lot of people forget how they came into the game. See, the reason I'm going to tell y'all why people are really mad at ac- academics. I'm no huge academics fan, but I will always give props where props are due. He built that platform, okay? He built it. He did what he had to do. The reason why all these rappers feel away and feel like, oh, he's a vulture and this and that, he took the same playbook that rappers use and he did it in the blogging. And what I mean by that is this. He was promoting uh, beefs, doing the whole war in Chirac. His channel was very low vibrational as far as the stuff he was posting. Granted, his commentary to be like, oh, y'all shouldn't be killing each other. But let me go ahead and show y'all who done died now in Chirac. Okay, so it's hypocritical. But the thing is, that is how he came into the game. He came into the game posting, blogging about low vibrational stuff. He came into the game representing and speaking on rappers that the industry was not checking for. He co-signed and put a lot of rappers on, like XXX, 6ix9ine, a lot of people he co-signed. And what it is, a lot of these rappers feel away. They want to keep saying his platform is little, your little platform. I got IG holes with more followers than you. Okay, but y'all have literally called together this roundtable meeting to discuss my little platform. The platform ain't too fucking little because y'all are here addressing me. Okay? Now... The problem with DJ Academics is this, and this is where he needs to decide what he wants to do. DJ Academics wants to be in that celebrity realm so bad. He's not comfortable, or I would say he's not satisfied with being known as that Twitcher, that YouTuber. He wants his name to ring bells like a Charlemagne the God. I'm here to tell you it's not going to happen. Your personality is not that. You don't really, DJ Academics really doesn't have a personality like that. He might crack a few funny jokes, but he's like a, a, a nerdy dude from the suburbs. He's not from the hood. And I'm not saying that people from the hood have a personality or don't have a personality. He just doesn't have like a, a, a big personality to really carry anything. That's why even on Complex, he has to have other people to feed and bounce and, and do talking points off of. You know what I'm saying? So for me, he doesn't really have a personality. So nobody's going to put him in the same box as Charlemagne. Hater like Charlemagne. Charlemagne does have a personality. Before he kind of switched and went on this whole, you know, positive route, he was just funny. He was quick with it. He could crack jokes. Academics is not a comedian. He's not funny like that. But I see a lot of people hating on him. And I don't respect that. 
The problem is this, that bag has stopped for a lot of these rappers. Them sh- that show money's not there. They're not getting booked for shit. Meanwhile, academics is still able to eat. Remember, when we all started doing this whole YouTube thing, we was doing this, well, for me, I don't know, what he, I think he came in 2012, but I know when I started, we were doing this for the love of it before there was ever a check to get. Then they started monetizing people and things like that. And he became a millionaire off of those Warren Chirac videos. The way he played, the way he made into the game and made his money is no different than these rappers. And that's why I got to call a spade a spade and call out the hypocrisy. Because all these rappers came into the game on some low vibrational shit. Meek, when you came out, you wasn't talking that Meek Mandela shit. You wasn't trying to unify nobody. You was out here talking about your Rolex, fucking bad bitches, selling drugs, killing other black people. You know the typical rapper fuckboy handbook that I always talk about. What is the fuckboy handbook, y'all? Because I done spoke on it before. You got to rap about selling drugs. You got to rap about killing other black men. You got to rap about hoes, having a bunch of kids out here. That is the fuckboy rapper handbook. And they all did that, 21 Savage included. So it's funny that y'all were able to come into the game on some low vibrational stuff. You know what I'm saying? Rapping about things that, you know, that influence the youth in a negative way. But now all y'all want to point fingers at DJ Academics? Now y'all want to have smoke for the blogger? Are you kidding me? Y'all's music has done more negative influencing of the youth than anything his Warren Chirac has done. DJ Academics' name is not mainstream like that. If I ask people who don't come on social media, they're like, who is that? Has he DJed any parties in the club? But guess whose name is worldwide known? Meek Mill, 21 Savage, Tory Lanez. So for y'all to sit there and try and come at him, he basically took the same handbook that y'all used to get into the game And now he's trying to clean that up. Well, I don't do the Warren Chirac videos no more. I'm trying to be more positive. He's doing the same thing that these rappers are doing. Now 21 Savage, to his credit, I will say out of everybody, he handled that interview a lot better. He gave DJ Academics a chance to talk. He saw where he was coming from. Meek was doing too much, okay? You're mad at DJ Academics because he supposedly posted a picture of you and your security guards with guns and you're on probation and he could have got you popped and you're a snitch. So where's your personal responsibility? Where does your personal responsibility lie at? You're mad at a blogger for posting video of you and your security team with a gun. How about you not being in the picture or in the video at all? So that way the police can't look at nothing. They're talking about everything he posts is, you know, the police can just go to his page. Why y'all not having this kumbaya bullshit meeting with other rappers? Why y'all not going after the so-called culture vultures? See, they won't talk like this to white men. They won't get on a call and check Vlad TV. I've never heard Meek Mill one time check Vlad. He might have. I haven't heard it. Maybe I missed it. But I've seen him go after academics time and time again. Because they know academics is not about that life. He's a little nerdy dude who just, you know, plays, a, you know, he, he plays a persona. He's a DJ. They know he's not about that life. So it's a lot easier to keep picking at him. They would never have this roundtable discussion with Adam 22. Adam 22 don't give a fuck. 
He'll tell you. I'm more into, you know, he was raised more on rock and roll. He decided to get into the hip hop thing. It made him some money. He don't give a fuck. He's getting his bag, taking care of his family, keeping it moving. I don't understand why they're giving this much smoke to a blogger. And I really feel like, you know, at the end of the day, everybody has the right to grow and change. But it's so funny how Meek has so much to say about Ag, as if he's just the most positive person, as if he is, you know, um, who I can't even think of a damn positive rapper in 20 damn 20. You know, as if he's no like he like he's a J. Cole, like like if this was J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, let me take that back. They're positive. If this was J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, it'd probably be easier for me to digest. But the fact that it's Meek Mill, 21 Savage, and Tory Lanes, really. And then 21 Savage made a point and said, well, you know, yeah, I, I talk about, you know, crazy stuff in my music, but I also, you know, give away scholarships and I also do, you know, back to school drives, whatever he was saying that he does back for the community. But again, you can't serve two masters. You can't say that it's OK for you to put out low vibrational music and talk about keeping it real and shooting niggas and all this shit. But then in the same breath, but I give back to the community. Yeah, but look at all the death and destruction left in the wake. If DJ Academics never does a back to school drive, who gives a shit? Who who cares? Y'all aren't having Vlad TV do black back to school drives. Is Vlad TV out here giving back to a bunch of people in the black community? No, he's getting his money. And he don't owe nobody shit because y'all made him be the one of the gatekeepers of hip hop. It was black men, black celebrity men running to Vlad TV's platform, spilling their guts. So y'all made these bloggers pop in and now y'all are upset. And that's what it boils down to. It boils down to money. Because see, the difference is they came in the game on low vibrational music and now they're trying to elevate and do better, right? But the problem is every time they drop music or a video, there's a bunch of hands in the pot. So yeah, they might get some money off of their YouTube revenue. They'll get some money from, you know, streams and stuff like that. But there's so many people's hands in the pot. When DJ Academics, myself or anybody else, does a topic on hip hop, there's no hands in the pot. YouTube gets their little 50% and they go on about their business and we get our money. We're not splitting our shit with executives and, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the damn lighting tech, the, the sound engineer, the, the, the script director. Our money's our money. And this is why a lot of these celebrities feel away because bloggers are the new people eating and being able to be a voice in hip hop. They were saying they were upset because he was promoting 6ix9ine. You're sitting here promoting 6ix9ine. Oh, so that's the real crooks of it. You're mad because he's promoting 6ix9ine and 6ix9ine is reaping the benefits from that. Because remember, if his platform was so little, why when every time he goes live or does anything with 6ix9ine, it goes viral? So y'all are upset that he's not giving y'all that same platform for y'all to go viral so your music sells. This is what it boils down to. It boils down to people's bags are hurting. That's why all these celebrities are running, trying to make podcasts, trying to be YouTubers, trying to be in competition with regular people who already built a platform. Nobody wants to know your opinion on anything. We just want you to just make music. That's it. That's all. So I, I saw a lot of hypocrisy in that interview. And Meek, you're a good one because ain't no way in hell I would even entertain that bullshit. You're not going to tell me what I can and can't talk about on my platform that I built. 
If you don't like it, don't watch. It's that simple. I don't go to the studio and tell you what type of fucking low vibrational music to put out or not put out. You do you. Because let's keep it real. If YouTube ends tomorrow, you think Meek and all these people are going to look out for DJ academics and, you know, um, help him take care of his family financially? Fuck no. They would laugh. So he don't owe them anything. Nobody does. Now, if I was DJ Academics, I'd have dated everything by just saying, is this you? Since y'all want to keep questioning me and talking about what's your legacy going to be? Once again, is this you? Yeah, you know, we're going down on red on our waffles, man. You know how we 21 Savage pouring lean on his waffles. Meat Mill, is this you? I remember this. Meat Mill's in. Let me pause this and come back on the screen. For y'all who don't know, that was at the 2016, 2017 BET Awards, where Meek Mill, y'all seen him pull up in his little Rolls Royce, sent his goons to go jump safari. That's when Meek Mill was dating Nikki at the time. So it's very funny that these dudes who had been putting lean on waffles, promoting drug culture to the youth, out here trying to jump, green lighting people getting jumped and hurt. Now y'all want to get on y'all's pedestal and tied down to DJ Academics. Like I said, DJ Academics is a dummy. You couldn't have had me up there for an hour trying to state my case. I'd have played both them videos and told them to go kick rocks. Okay? Because y'all done did a lot worse than I have at the end of the day. Y'all's music done promoted a lot more nonsense than he ever could have. Do I agree with DJ Academics, Warren Chirac? Absolutely not. And I didn't support it. But at the end of the day, he's trying to change from that. He's trying to leave that behind. So why is he not allowed to grow? And y'all can say, you know, that was shady for you to post him, uh, pour him, lean on his waffles. I don't give a fuck. He posted on the internet. Not me. Better go address him with that shit. The point is, all of these men have done things in their past that weren't very becoming. But they've all been allowed to grow and change. So for them to try and not give DJ academics the same leeway to me makes no sense. None of these men are perfect. They've all come from disenfranchised backgrounds. They've all been through a lot. They all seen a lot, but they're allowed to grow and change. So for me to be on this high horse that he's so much better than, and you need to change your platform. You need to stop posting um, when rappers diss each other. Are y'all telling the breakfast club the same thing? Are y'all telling the shade room the same thing? Y'all know not to tell lovely T shit. Cause I'm a post what the fuck I want to post. Don't even come over here and tee you shit and kiss my ass. But y'all's not telling any of these other people, Vlad, Adam 22. You're not telling them to post, to not post rappers beefing. How about you talk to your rapper friends instead of trying to hold this damn father son seminar. Oh, because that's how they was doing was trying to sun uh, DJ academics. Instead of holding this father son seminar, you need to be having a whole rapper convention. 
How about you talk to these rappers and let them know that their beefing is causing their death. Let them know that their beefing is not worth it. Let them know to start talking about some more, some higher vibrational stuff. I'd be more impressed if I did a round table talk holding these other rappers to task. You guys are mad at people for reposting what the rappers are choosing to post on social media. Are y'all silly? So Vlad can get a bag. Adam 22 can get a bag. The Breakfast Club can get a bag. The Shade Room can get a bag. But DJ Academics is supposed to just change his whole shit. And then they try to bring up Q from World Star Hip Hop. Well, you know Q was living in fear. Well, you know Q. He might have been. I don't know. But guess what? Y'all was still going to his site. Y'all was paying for promo. People love World Star Hip Hop. And even when I remember Q doing interviews and saying, hey, I try to post positive stuff. When I post positive videos, they don't get views. I have to have a balance. So I still got to pay my bills. The problem is folks need to look in the mirror. Just like I get the same thing here. You should talk more about this. You should talk more about that. But when I do, y'all don't watch it. I'm not about to waste my damn time. I did a whole interview with a native woman. Very positive interview. Good interview. Shout out to everybody who listened to it. But those videos don't get as much traction or views as when I talk about the low vibrational stuff or who's fucking who. Let's keep that real. So it's not fair for them to try and and make him circumvent how he eats and pays his bills because they feel some type of way. You know, so I just I didn't agree with it. I thought Meek was being a mush mouth. He was saying too much stuff. He was just being to me a hypocrite. All he did was contradict himself. You're more mad at the blogger, but you guys don't seem to be mad at the system. Nobody's having a roundtable discussion with these record labels. And I've been holding the record label. I've been keeping my damn foot on these record labels all summer. Nobody is speaking to them about the fact that they're going to these hoods and they're giving record deals to real hitters and real shooters. To real people who have real beef in the streets, they are signing them to late to major label deals. Y'all are not talking about that, but y'all are mad at the blogger posting the beef when these dudes would have had beef any damn way. We only know about them because now that they're, you know, they're they're signed, they're major. So this is what it boils down to. A lot of folks are upset because people who have platforms like this. They're able to eat and that's their money and they're not having to divide it 50, 50 million ways. And a lot of these celebrities are seeing that their bags are running low. Their show money's running low. And now everybody's trying to turn on the bloggers. Same thing Lord Jamar and, and Godfrey did. That's why I don't respect it. You can't sit your ass on Vlad's couch for seven years straight. Co-signing him. And, and stating your opinion. And then once everybody's bag is slow. Now, Vlad don't even pay us. Vlad never paid me a dime and he didn't need to. You knew what it was. He didn't need to. If you chose to sit on there after the first time and he said, well, I don't pay you. This is free. This is just exposure. And you chose to be paid in exposure. Then you eat that. I don't want to hear shit seven years later that Vlad is this culture vulture racist when you stand on his platform for seven years straight and co-signed him and gave him somewhat uh, validity. People are only upset right now because of C-19 and their bag being funny. And they don't like the fact that DJ Academics can post a tweet. 
can, you know, he has his own fan base. He can go on Twitch. He can go on YouTube. He's monetized. He makes more money off of social media, okay, than a lot of these celebrities. That's why he kept saying, don't nobody have to pay you to promote their music. I'll promote my artist's music. I'll have 21 Savage promote his music. No one cares. The people care what DJ Academics post. It's that simple. Nobody's looking for y'all to be bloggers. Nobody wants to hear your opinion on shit. We don't care about you trying to start a podcast. None of that stuff. The fans want you to be entertainers. They want to be entertained. They want music. And that is the problem. You have celebrities now trying to do Zoom meetings and confront bloggers. Like I said, DJ Academics, you're a good one. Because I'd have played both videos and that, that hour would have been cut down to five minutes. I'm out. Y'all have a good day. Shit. Let me read some of these damn comments. I've been down here. We got 13,000 people. Shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for joining me. If I'm saying some real shit, I want to see a thumbs up, please. Thank you. Let's see here. Woo! May Met 3 says, preach lovely tea. Part the rap seas. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Appreciate you. I'm Jessica Jane saying 399. She says, but they can't bring Vlad the smoke. Nope. And they won't. They won't. Scarlet Comeback says the Native Americans interview was very enlightening, spiritually and intellectually. I watched it twice. Thanks, T. Thank you so much. And thanks for the support. I'm really happy that you love the interview. I appreciate that. Um, let's see here. Johanna says, wait, they were all they have all this smoke for academics. But letting Tori sit there unchecked on mute. Like he didn't shoot a fellow rapper recently. <laughs> like I said, I'm waiting for the court case. But thank you so much, sis. I appreciate the super chat. Um, let's see here. Ne ne Neo Sega says, Facts T, you can't praise God and do the devil's work. Amen. Gotta keep telling folks, can't serve two masters. You know, like I said, I'm going to just always keep it real. And that's why, you know, at a or whatever damn what the hell ak academic whatever that damn call him that's why i say he needs to choose a side because he wants to be mainstream so bad when he needs to realize these rappers aren't fucking with you like that they don't want to be your friends you know they may just be trying to use you because you have a platform but they're not trying you're you're the corny dude on the block whose parents have money this is dj academics in the hood he's that corny dude on the block whose parents have money and dudes are only hanging with him because he has money. Other than that, they wouldn't rock with him. That's what he reminds me of. But DJ Academics don't owe them people shit. At all. Um, Ross Davidson sends five. He said, yes, T, love you. Always keeping it real. Sending love from Scotland. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me all the way from Scotland. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Kowalski, Texas. Says, sending love from Alaska. Oh, he's trucking. Okay. That's what's up. Thank you so much. Let's see. Um, who else? Who else? Chloe says, hey, auntie, finally caught alive after two months in the hospital with a chest crisis. You are definitely keeping me positive. Oh, I hope you get better soon. And thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate it, sis. Um, Bree Senfai, she says, you look beautiful today. I've been watching you since I was pregnant with my Otis. He will be five next month. He calls you Aunt TT. Love you. Love you and the baby as well. Thank you so much. And thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. 
Annie Hollowell says, hey, T, I loved your videos for years. Why well, don't I always agree with everything you say? There's no one I trust for a truly unbiased opinion. Thank you so much, sis, and thank you for coming through. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, yes, black girls listen to rock. <laughs> I like that name. She sent $5. She says, let's be real. Those rappers are not going to confront the white man because for one, they don't care. And for two, because white men, because the white man is everything. Facts. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. I appreciate you. Yeah, they're not going to confront, um, you know, like a DJ Vlad or Adam 22. They're just not. Um, let's see here. Miss Nabira 23. Oh, sorry, 28 says, I don't rock with AK, but Mikila, Mikila needs to sit down somewhere. He is the biggest hypocrite. I definitely agree. Thank you so much. Um, Sinead did good, Sanfi. She says, they don't think AK is black enough to report the way he does, but they have no problem promoting the same stuff in front of white audiences. Exactly. And that's what I'm talking about is the hypocrisy. If you guys really watch that hour-long interview, it was just straight up hypocrisy. They're like, you're making the culture look bad. You know, you're you're showing the, the worst of the worst of us. And I'm like, are these like, have y'all cured cancer? Are y'all like scientists? Are y'all like medical professionals? I'm confused. How is he making the culture look any worse than y'all have made it? it like the, the, the hypocrisy in the interview and the things they were saying to him. And I'll, I'll say this, he, he, he received it well. You know, and then the fact that Meek tried to lie on him. Meek lied and said that DJ Academics had posted Poundside. That was the dude who was called out Meek Mill and told Meek Mill to choose a side. He said that DJ Academics posted that. DJ Academics never posted the video. Meanwhile, Vlad TV interviewed the dude, but y'all are not confronting Vlad. You know what I'm saying? And he has a right to post whoever he wants to post. At the end of the day, you cannot dictate what a blogger or a media person does. That is their platform that they created. Just because you don't like it doesn't change it. You know, so I just find that very, very hypocritical. The things that they kept trying to throw in. They were acting like his, remember, his platform is so little. Nobody gives a fuck about your platform. You got two million followers. That ain't shit. Okay, well, this, I can't tell because this damn roundtable discussion is telling me otherwise. Shit. <laughs> Got four people jumping one person, but I'm not shit. Make it make sense. When somebody's platform is not popping and you're not checking for them, we're not having roundtable discussions, okay? Let's stop the foolishness. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to keep it real, honey. Uh, honestly, T... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am honestly T. Thank you so much for the 999 super chat, sis. Let's see here. Um, Venus Alchemy Tarot says, Hey T, just showing some love. Check your IG. I DM for a clubhouse invite. I just sent it. Thank you so much. I appreciate the love. Thank you for the super chat. Queen BC says, Oh, this disappeared. Oh, hold on. Okay, Queen BC says, absolutely been loving your podcast on Spotify. Who knew? Thank you so much and thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Lucas's mom sent 499 says, not only Lil Wayne, 
But huge rock singers, songwriters, Bob Dylan, Stevie Nicks just sold their catalogs for millions. I thought it was strange as well. Yes, we're going to get on that next. Give me just a second. Um, Quisha says, Meek hasn't been the same since his beef with Drake. It seems like he's moving very unpredictable. I agree. I agree. So I've been on here for an hour and 23 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Time is just flying, you guys. But I had to, like, really go deep on on that whole discussion. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like the shaming. Um, and I don't know if AK has kids. I don't follow his life like that. You know, if he posted something interesting, I'll check it out. You know, so I don't know if he's a father, but yeah, you're not going to talk down to me like I'm a child. At the end of the day, DJ academics can try and pretend he's 21. I know his ass got to be at least 30. Okay. Let's keep that real. His ass is way older than 21. So talk to him like an adult, the same way that y'all want to be talked to like an adult and shown respect. Somebody said, T. Mika is doing the most. Lord, I got a lot of names for Meek. Um, let's see here. Kalina Winham says, love you, T. Your knowledge and energy is appreciated. I'm going to leave well. I'm going to leave well. I'm going to, I'm a, I'm going to leave well. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Um, KJ said, oh, oh, that's the name. These rappers ain't shit. <laughs> um, says, for looking... Like a fine ass piece of Laffy Taffy on this beautiful Sunday. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, Derek Varner says, This is Mr. Talking Shit from the Discord group chat. You're absolutely right about consumers enjoying low vibrational shit. Love what you do, T. Thank you so much and thank you for the super chat. It was really nice getting a chance to talk to you during the Zoom meeting and hearing from you. I always like hearing from younger tea sippers. So thank you so much. Um, Real Melancholy says, hey, T, send in some love. Will you be speaking on the most recent Red Table Talk? I watched it and I just didn't care. I did watch the whole thing. But that lady, the grandma lady, I be forgetting her name, but Jada's mom, she's so damn pretty, too. She was like so angry at first. But by the end, the little Rebecca daughter, the Rebecca daughter, (laughs) I can't keep up. But um. The girl ended up kind of winning over Jada Pinkett's mom. So after that, I just tuned out, honey. Yeah, what y'all call a gammy? I don't know her now. I be forgetting her real name. I just be like the grandma lady gammy. She's pretty though, shit. She's real pretty. But yeah, she was holding her feet to the fire. Respect to her on that. Um, but yeah, I feel no ways about Rebecca's daughter, Rebecca from Full House. I forget her real name too, shit. Um, I feel no ways. I hope I hope she keeps volunteering and trying to help, I guess, underprivileged people. If that makes her feel better, then, you know, definitely go ahead and keep doing that. But um, I feel no ways. Her parents will be out in two months and they'll be right back to their millions living their best life. So let me talk now about Little Wayne and his six dreadlocks. Give me just a second to pull this up. No, I'm not even trying to be shady. Like, he literally has six left. But, um... <laughs> So if you guys don't know, it came out the other day that Lil Wayne is being sued by one of his former managers, okay? Again, Lil Wayne was the type, he was so busy, wanting titles, that he wasn't paying attention to his money and what Birdman owed him. So the manager, the ex-manager, excuse me, 
He basically confirmed that back in June, Lil Wayne sold his masters for $100 million. Okay. Um, let me go ahead and check something here. Let me show y'all my screen. Because I want to show y'all this phenomenon. I've been, I've been keeping up with it. I haven't talked about it, but this is the perfect time. So here goes Wayne. Told y'all he has about six dreadlocks left. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> well, I count it all fast. So, was, um, so here's what we're talking about. You know, he's being sued. So basically, if you guys don't know, there's a lot of rappers and entertainers that have been selling their masters like hotcakes, okay? No ID recently sold all of his royalties, all 273 uh, tracks, okay? Um, he has a collection that spans hits from the likes of Jay-Z, Drake, Kanye, Logic, and his final album, No Pressure. So he sold all of that. On top of No ID, and this is the person who's buying it, Hypnosis. The next person who sold their stuff was Timbaland. Okay. This is the one that tripped me out. He sold all of his songs, um, which comprised of 108 songs. No, I'm sorry, 108 albums and songs. He's one of the most successful songwriter and producers in the hip hop and RB realm. He's written, you know, hits for Justin Timberlake, Missy Elliott, Aaliyah, Jay-Z, Nelly Furtado, 50 Cent, Madonna, Tupac. Rihanna, Drake, and many others. So he sold all of that to hypnosis. Give me just a second here. On top of that, Wu-Tang's RZA, if y'all don't know, RZA also sold his catalog to hypnosis. Okay. So I got to thinking, like, who the hell is hypnosis and why are all these black people, white people, too, don't get me wrong, selling all their masters and giving them away? Well, if y'all don't know, this is the man. He is spending his name is um, Merck. I don't know how to say his last name. Mercadius. I don't know, honey. This is him. And basically, he's spending a hundred billion dollars and his goal is to own every hop song. It's a really good read. But one of the things I took away from here, um, let me see if I can find it. Okay. That's not it. That's another. Let me just let me just read it. Hold on. I had took notes. So one of the things in the article, he says in two thousand in 2018, he launched Hypnosis Songs Fund with a head-turning acquisition of 23.75 million for a 75% stake in Dreams Cattle in the Dreams catalog. The songwriter behind hits like Rihanna's Umbrella, Beyonce, Single Ladies put a ring on it. So this man here is buying everyone's publishing. If y'all don't know this, this is what's going on right now in hip hop, in hip hop and RB. And I find this extremely disturbing. Okay. One, if they're willing to buy your masters for a hundred million, imagine what your masters are really worth, little Wayne. That is things that you that that is what you call tangibles. That is what you call building generational wealth. 
So once you're gone, that generational wealth will trick down to all your kids. So for all of these celebrities to be selling their masters is very disturbing. And Wayne is not the only one. He's just the latest. Taylor Swift has sold, sold some of her stuff. It's been a lot of people. Um, who was the other one? Bobby, Bob Dylan, I believe. He sold some of his stuff. You know, and my thing is, what's going to happen five, ten years from now when those same masters and those, you know, the things that they sold are now worth billions? I don't want to hear no sappy rap songs about I should have kept my masters. I can't believe I sold them. What was I thinking? We don't we don't care. I don't. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear no tat. I don't want to hear no crying. I don't want to see no tattooed tears. You made your decision on it. I just I feel like it's not OK. I just feel like there's more to it. They said Katie, uh, Crystal and Perry. Stevie Nicks sold hers. Yeah, it's been a lot of people. And that's how you know the record industry is not what it used to be. And that money is really affecting people. And folks are still trying to maintain that lifestyle. So they're willing to part with their masters. Your masters are everything. Whoever holds the masters, they get that check indefinitely. Until they give you back your masters. That's what, you know, Kanye was crying about a few months ago when he was saying that Jay-Z's contract had him held to like six, you know, albums. He had all of Kanye. He had to sell all of Kanye's masters to Def Jam or whoever he was signed to to be able to get his own masters back. You know, it's a dirty game in the music industry. It really is. I'm sorry, I said uh, Taylor Swift. I didn't mean to say Taylor Swift. Um, she's trying to get her master's back. Yeah, she's not trying to sell her. Excuse me. That was the wrong white girl. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Tiana Webster says, love you, Auntie. I'm late, but your playbacks helped me get through my long dead man shift. When I get my paycheck, best believe, my first YouTube merch will be the Blockiana because it relates to my name. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thanks for coming through, sis. Um, let's see here. Miss Nib28 says this, uh, this man's really trying to own all the songs like Thanos connecting Infinity Stones. <laughs> yes, sis, you are so right. He's trained the music industry. Like damn, you know, like the like like the damn gauntlet on his hand. And he's trying to get each and every stone from every major, you know, uh, artist from each genre. It's crazy, but this, but there, he people are selling their stuff to him, you know. And it's been going on since 2018. Um, Alchemy says thanks. T, it's a massive wealth transfer. The Merc guy is into cryptocurrency. I'm always following the money. Exactly. Exactly. Um, hypnosis is Cecil Rhodes all over again, buying rocks from South Africans in the 1800s and then funding and then founding De Beers Diamonds. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. Thank you so much for that tea. Yeah, it's, it's very, very, it's unnerving what's going on in the industry right now. Um, 
Blind Cloud says, if T looks good, hit the like button. Thank you so much. Yes, you guys, hit the like button. Appreciate you for the super chat. Naturally says, hey, T, um, I'm late, but I love you. Had to send you something. Thank you so much, sis, and thanks for joining me. Um, Christy Thomas says, I wonder if these celebrities know something we don't know. Why are they trying to liquidate their assets? Mm. Yeah. Something is up. Remember the big CEO exodus when 2020 hit. All them CEOs started stepping down. We was like, well, damn, where y'all going? We want to come. Everybody was stepping down. So, yeah, maybe they know something we don't know. And they need that big lump sum of cash for something. It's very unnerving. And then I heard that he had did an interview. Wayne did because, you know, Lil Wayne has a podcast, too, honey with that frog in his throat. But he has a podcast and I heard that Tori was on his podcast. He was talking, I believe he was talking to Tori, I might be wrong, but they were talking about generational wealth. And so people were saying, looking back on it, it's crazy because he was talking as if he has all this generational wealth to pass down to his kids. Then we find out that he sold his master. So <laughs> I can't keep up with these folks, okay? The whole situation is a hot mess. It's a hot mess. So on that note, you guys, I've been on here for an hour and 36 minutes. This has been a wonderful Sunday stream. Thank you to everyone who joined me today. We talked about a lot of stuff. We had a lot of good discussions. So I really appreciate you guys coming through and, um, you know, talking to me here. But yeah, the whole situation is crazy. Definitely follow that money trail. Little Wayne is not alone. Tori just got his master's back. I think that's what the conversation was kind of alluding to, you know, but who knows? Let me read these last two super chats and then I'm out. Daphne C says, do you think the people involved in the dead are people who do not want to sell them? The people who end up dead are people who do not want to sell their masters. I mean, I've heard conspiracies about that. I can't necessarily like confirm it, but I heard that, you know, when Prince was fighting, you know, to once again get his masters, he ends up dead. And, you know, there's been other artists like that as well. People try to say that about Tori. When he was fighting to get his masters, he ended up with this whole situation with Meg. So I don't know. So a lot of people correlate stuff like that to masters. Like I said, who who owns the masters? That's their money for life. That's why P. Diddy, okay, Puffy, is now trying to let go of Mace and other people that were on Bad Boys. That is why he's not trying to give them their masters because he's eating off of all of that. So yeah. Um, Dion McCary says, that man who's buying the masters looks like Satan. Damn. Oh, y'all are cold. <laughs> Stray said he looks like the devil. Oh my gosh. Nicole White says, you are on fire today. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Jay Mako says, whoever holds the master, whoever holds the master holds the key. Stay safe, T. Love you, love you too. Exactly. And that's the truth of the matter. Um, Devon Upshar says, hey, T. Sending love from Vicious Ass Virginia. Continue keeping it real and stay beautiful, queen. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you guys for all the super chats. Sorry if I missed any. And thank you guys for spending the, the past hour and a half with me. I really appreciate it. So on that note, I'm out. I will talk to you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Bye.